You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey. Oh, you like that? Uh-huh. Love, Love it. it. <laughs> I do, too. Welcome to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Uh-huh. Oh, look at you busting out the notes today. Matt Hayes, Brandon Beam, 97.1 <laughs> The Fan here in Columbus, Ohio. It is Tuesday, November 6th, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, we're inching closer and closer to this Michigan State game. And look, the closer and closer no. I get to it, um, I just got such a bad feeling, man. I know. Even coming <laughs> off a win. Like, even coming off a win, Beam, uh, I, I just cannot get myself in a vibe, a positive vibe. I, I cannot get there. But look, what did I see yesterday? They're five-and-a-half-point favorites, mm-hmm. which is surprising to me. Yeah. Um, but when you, when you talk about Lewerke and how he's been banged up and they haven't been able to get the ball downfield, um, I, I could – kind of understand that but man you talk about some more motivation for Michigan State who got their teeth kicked in by Ohio State last sure. year down here it was like 48 to oh, 3 man, or something like that um you know Dino's going to have those guys ready to rock and we talk I look we brought it up with Jeff Brom you talk about a trick play guy mm-hmm. Dino's got that in the bag you saw that in the Penn State game uh where he with the fake field goal they had a, I sure. think a fake punt maybe even that in that game too uh, well, no, I mean, they're going to have to be on their toes for sure. Uh, we'll get to all that stuff, but how you doing, man? I heard you were out on the, um, not I heard, I actually know that you were out on a nice little golf course yesterday. Yeah, I was, uh, was playing golf yesterday. I told you guys on the podcast yesterday that I was going to have to, uh, you know, skedaddle because it may have been the nice last day that we've had. And, you know, today ended up being pretty good, but, uh, you know, I have a show on Monday, so Buckeye Roundtable still going throughout the season, so I don't have anything to do yeah. uh, from 6 to 8 on Monday. So I figured, you know what, why not uh, come in early, <laughs> let's get some work done, and let's go out to the golf course. No, man, we had a, a great time. It was a beautiful day out there. Uh, if anyone's like me, fall in Ohio is the best. The leaves are changing colors. Uh, you know, it was mid to high 50s yesterday, barely any wind out there, so yeah. it was perfect golfing conditions. I hadn't played in about a month. My back today is so stiff. I'm sore. Does that make you feel old? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, it does, man. <laughs> I, uh, You know, I woke up this morning. I'm like, oh, God, my back hurts yeah. so bad. Uh, yesterday it felt fine, but no, it was uh, it was great to get out there, great to get back on the golf course. Hadn't played, like I said, in about a month's time, so uh, anytime I'm able to get out there, man, and you get to the month of November and you get go- days like that yeah. uh, where you can go out and play, that's a gift, but yeah, it was I, uh, it was beautiful. I'm gl- well, I'm glad you got to scratch that itch because I know it's been a while for you, you know, not getting out there on the course. Um, look, let's get into Urban's press conference yesterday because yeah. I think there was a couple interesting things that came out of that. Uh, we'll get to the defensive side of stuff in the second block, but... More and more, I know you're probably taking calls on your show, you know, on Carpenter and Roth and the show I produce. We're starting to get more Buckeye fans that want to see more Tate Martell. Mm-hmm. And I understand that the run the run game was fine last week against Nebraska, even though it was a tight game. Uh, I thought the O-line played well. J.K. Dobbins was really, really good. But for me, I think we talked about this last week. I just think it's dangerous waters to get into, especially in the month yeah. of November, where you've already kind of established who you are. Now you're going to put a really young guy in there for what I think a lot of Buckeye fans are wanting to see in the red zone, right? And I think that's really, to me, a very tricky game to play. Now, if it's an absolute desperate measure, like if I didn't see this Ohio State team come out run the ball well against Nebraska beam, then I would be on. I would be warmer to it than what I am right now. I just don't think it's necessary to get him out there just for a handful of plays when you've got so many offensive weapons, and I understand the offensive line's been in a slump until this last game, but I just think they need to stick with what they're doing, 
try to figure out creative ways to get the ball. We saw Paris Campbell get to the end zone this week, one of those little touch passes on the yep. end around. I think all that stuff's available to you. I just think some Buckeye fans are really, really um, putting the pedal to, a metal, to the metal a little too much with trying to get Dwayne out of there in certain uh, situations. I think they have a chance to figure this thing out, and I think they've got enough on offense to be okay in the red zone, even though it's been a struggle. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Matty. It's just that you have you have so many weapons and you have so many options. Uh, and you want to talk about dropping Tate Martell in there, which is something we haven't seen since Urban has come back you know, into this season. Right. It's something that we haven't seen. We saw it throughout the first uh, two games of the year when Tate Martell was dropped in there. Now those games were blowouts. You know, I understand that, getting him reps, because you know he's still one play away from being the starting quarterback here sure. at Ohio State. Uh, we saw him get in the two-lane game, and I think that's really kind of the last time uh, we've seen Tate Martell come in was mm-hmm. was the two-lane game. So, you know, you have you have so many weapons on this offense that I do believe that, you know, Tate Martell, I think that he would excel. Right. But it's just I feel like when you take Dwayne Haskins out of the game, you know, you're obviously giving up – uh, big playability. You're giving up, uh, you know, accurate passing. Sure. You're giving up the ability to make something happen through the air, and you're sacrificing all of that. You know, I don't know how good Tate, uh, passer Tate is. I know that we talk about how he's got wheels and everything, right. but in a limited sample size, yes. uh, you know, I think Tate's been all right throwing the football this year. I think yeah. there was one game where he went ten for ten, uh, had a touchdown pass through mm-hmm. his first career touchdown pass here at Ohio State. Um, but yeah, you just you you start to think about taking Dwayne Haskins out of the game, and I'm with you. I think that it sets a dangerous precedent here uh, because you know what Dwayne Haskins can give you, right? Yes. You know that on any single play, uh, if a receiver breaks free, if there's a window that somebody can fit the ball right. in, that's going to be Dwayne Haskins. And so when you take a guy like that out, not only do I do I think that that may hurt his confidence a little bit, I think that may hurt Dwayne's confidence. Uh, just looking at it overall to say, listen, man, you know, thanks for getting us down here, but sure. now we're going to go to Tate to really yes. try and punch the ball. And I yeah. think that can play a lot of mind games with a kid who's 19, 20 years old yeah. uh, and just starting his first season for Ohio State. But I just, I think the main point of that is that while Tate may be very elusive mm-hmm. and good at running the ball, you know, he brings you that which Dwayne doesn't. Right. But at the same time, what would you rather have? Would you be rather be able to throw for a touchdown? Would you rather be able to run? What's the defense showing you? What are they stopping? Are they allowing you to throw down the field? Right. Are they are they pressing on you and making sure you're not running? Mm-hmm. Or are they sitting coverage back and allowing you to run? Because if you're looking at that angle, mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, well, maybe you should throw Tate into the game, even if it's just a little wrinkle here and there. I don't right. like I, I don't like a two QB set. Yeah. I understand why Buckeye fans though are starting to get on this train. Well, I personally don't like it. I don't like it either. And look, we heard this stuff last year when JT had his up and down struggles and everyone wanted to see Dwayne. And I understand that because you knew you had a cannon of an arm waiting on the bench yeah. for when JT, well, it's, you know, it's well documented. He struggled passing the ball. He, he was did. much better with his legs. But going back to Tate, especially with these red zone struggles, the field shrinks down there, right? And right. Tate Martell's not going to have the same amount of space he would have outside of the 20s. So sure. that's something that I think Buckeye fans should remember. I just don't look at Dwayne, and I don't ever want him off the field, right? I understand that Penn State has done this for the last couple of years with McSorley and Stevens and things like yeah. that. But to me, I just think when you have a quarterback like you have with Dwayne, I think you stick with that. You allow the running backs to do what they do, and everything else will fall into play. We mentioned all the receivers, all those guys – have been so good this year. And I think with Ryan Day, you've got such a creative mind and Urban Meyer and all those guys and Kevin Wilson involved, I don't think it's a pressing need right now. Now, when you go into this game this week against Michigan State and you've got the number one rush defense in the country looking you looking you right in the face, yep. that to me is where I think the receivers are going to have to step up and make big-time plays in this game, especially down in the red zone. But getting to Dwayne, Urban did talk about yesterday uh, whether or not 
they've coached Dwayne not to run as much as previous quarterbacks in the past? No, I, I think, you know, not that I'm aware of. I mean, we've uh, we've always wanted our quarterbacks. That's a big part of the game. You know, he made a nice play on a scramble to the right and completed the pass, keeping his eyes downfield to Luke. Uh, but no, you always want to get all you can and then get down. And look, we know what type of quarterback Urban prefers. Of course. And what yeah. has happened is Urban, to me, in the last couple of years, He's watched Dabo win some. He's watched Saban, what he did mm-hmm. last year with Tua, come in and what it can do to open things up for your offense. Now, it's a style thing from year to year. We just talked about JT. That was what he did well, right? And defenses knew that JT Barrett was going to run the ball a lot more than he was. Not a lot and more. He but, and he was great at it. He was great at it. He was phenomenal at the RPO stuff. Oh, yeah. It was so rare when you saw JT or the running backs have a bad mesh point, right? You rarely ever saw it. And right. we saw it last year with Dwayne where he came in, I believe, in the Illinois game, had some turnovers. He was a young guy then. But that's just not what he does well. And I think some Buckeye fans just need to accept that, that you have a guy that's going to play on Sundays that's going to be slinging the rock around the yard even in the next couple in the next 10 years in the NFL that's what he's going to do he's not going to go to the NFL and change his style this is going to be Dwayne Haskins he's a gunslinger he's going to be throwing balls into tight windows uh, for the remainder of his career I, I just think some people just need to relax a little bit with wanting more from the running game from the quarterback when you've got an offense this year that doesn't necessarily need that all the time this is something that you know we anticipated happening Maddie it was um, you know remember just go back you know to the first three games of the season when Ryan Day was in charge and Urban was sitting those three games out. Uh, You go back to that, remember how many times we talked about just in that instance when Urban was going to come back, are we going to see Dwayne Haskins run the ball more? Like how big of a topic was that? It was huge. And so now you've gotten to a point in the season where – he hasn't run the ball very much at all, right? You know, and rightfully so because it's not his game. Right? That's not his game. I and agree, so, man. you know, if Ohio State fans, if you're frustrated with the run game, that I think a lot of people are, if you're frustrated with that, I don't, I don't, I truthfully, honestly, don't know what Tate Martell is going to bring you. You're nine games into the season now. You're on the eve of your tenth game. I just honestly don't know that there's this magic pill in number eighteen. For the scarlet and gray that right. comes I, in and like you're going to get 400 yards in the ground a game, it's just, it's not going to happen. I'm with you, Beam, and, and we know you know how this works. Defensive coordinators, let's say they do start to throw this wrinkle in there. When Tate comes into the game, guess what they're gearing up for? They're not gearing up for the pass. They're going to load the box and try to stop Tate Martell. Right. So I just think you need to stay away from that. Tate will have plenty of time to be Ohio of State's quarterback, and it'll probably start uh, next year. All right, we got to take a quick break here. We'll come back, play some more urban, talk about Brendan White, the safety situation. But I want to let you know about Sling TV. You don't want to watch the games. You need to watch the games. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels you never watch when you just want to see your team win? Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. $30 a month to get ESPN. Pac-12, SEC, and more. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's sling.com slash locked on. We'll be back in a second, play some more urban, and talk about the safety situation. This is Locked On Buckeyes, your team every day. So defensively, what we saw was a spark plug come into the game, right? And that was Brendan White. This is a guy, um, local kid, right, from sure. Olentangy. Yep. And he has waited his time, came here, played mm-hmm. some receiver. I think he was messing around with tight end even a little bit, thinned out a little bit. Now he's playing safety on the defensive side of the ball. And we all saw it. The eye, your eye test told you that this guy brought a spark plug uh, to this defense. Here's Urban Meyer talking about if Brendan White can consistently play like he did against Nebraska. Uh, we're going to find out. Uh, he's certainly going to play. He's that right he's practiced you know that was coming you know that was uh his practices have been very good the last couple weeks 
and uh, Coach Grinch made that clear in front of the team after the game. Um, but he's earned that right to be on the field. So it's a no-brainer for me, B. It's yeah, a no-brainer for me. You've had this this unit of DBs, safeties, mainly the safeties have been the focus of a lot of bad angles and tackles and all that stuff. We know the story. But if you're going to get this, maybe not even to the level that he played on Saturday, right? Sure. But if you're going to get more consistent well, sure, play from a guy. sure, because he was being Jordan Fuller. He exactly. was asked to do an, an entire right. lot on the it, defense. And he came in and he played really well. Yeah. So to me, if we're coaching this team, Brendan White's starting this week. Of course he He's is. He's starting this week. Yeah. Keep Sean Wade in that nickel slot corner area, whatever you want to do, that hybrid role. Jordan Fuller, I think we need to get anybody out there that's going to provide more consistent play this year. And if Brendan White is that dude, Beam, I want to see more of him this week because I think you're going to need that guy moving forward because offensively for Michigan State, they've been kind of balanced this year. Now with Lewerke being banged up now, I don't know if they're going to pass as much, but a guy like Brendan White who can come down, make tackles, and have good coverage, man, that guy needs to be out there a lot more. Yeah, he does, and I think that's... um you know, another frustrating part, I don't know if frustrating is the right word, but, you know, you heard so much about the bye week and everything and uh, how, you know, the coaches were in there and everybody was dialing up different things and maybe they were trying to roll back different schemes and just right. trying to figure out what worked. Well, what I wanted to hear out of, you know, coaches' mouths, and uh, I think I heard this from Greg Sudrawa, who was the uh, offensive yep. line coach for Ohio State, was basically that it's an open competition now, man. All right? If you had Brendan White lurking in the weeds all year and you knew that Jocelyn Went and Isaiah Pryor were both struggling, right. and this guy has been having good practice after good That's practice after good practice. That is bad yes. coaching. The best man, the best eleven players on the field should strap it up. I yep. don't care five star, four star, Senior, three star, junior, two matter. star, yes. red shirt, yes. freshman, doesn't freshman, matter. whatever. Yep. You're the best player on the field at that position, and Brendan White proved that this past weekend Damn. that he is Ohio, one of Ohio State's best safeties. And maybe it's an overreaction. Mm -hmm. It's one game. Mm -hmm. But in that one game, I think we saw more out of him. We saw more passion out of Brendan White right. than we did the entire safeties be out of we did Went right. than we did prior, prior as yeah. well. Um, so, yeah, the fact that you know this thing hasn't been an open competition. I don't care what your name is. I don't care how many games you've started nope. at Ohio State. You know, it doesn't matter. No. The best players are going to play. Play. We and we mentioned Saban, right? Look what right. he did in the national championship oh, game last year. Jalen Hurts on that guy. Jalen Hurts, what twenty six and two yeah. before he makes that move. You have to have guts like that because here's the thing. It's not about the individual player. It's about the long-term goal of trying to win sure. national championships. And it shouldn't take an embarrassment of a loss at Purdue for you to make drastic changes like this. Now, look, I don't know how drastic the changes were because we saw what we got on Nebraska coming out of a bye week, and it wasn't great. But we saw what Urban mentioned last week. Wyatt Davis, a young guy, was going to get in the mix on the offensive line. And he did. And he, he got did, in on the touchdown. Right? Exactly. Play, yeah. I just don't know why it's taken so long when you've had so many struggles to give guys other opportunities when it's all about winning. Like, to me, that is really frustrating yeah. because now we can look back to the this Nebraska game, the Purdue game, and think about what if, right? Because I'm sure we're going to see some more young guys get sprinkled in. I'm sure there'll be a spark plug uh, for this team moving forward, especially if you lose to Michigan State. I'm sure some of these coaches are going to want to see what they can get from the guys that are going to play a lot next year, right? So, no, it, it is really frustrating, and I'm sure a lot of Buckeye fans are with us on that, being that this coaching staff, for whatever reason, has been watching guys in practice play really well, like you just heard Erdman mention about Brendan White and they just haven't been given the opportunity and I just don't understand why. I just, you know, that's it goes down to a culture thing too because if you have guys out there, Maddie, if you've got freshmen who have been, you know, busting their tail all yeah. year who 
are at every single practice, and maybe they're playing on scout team going against the number one offense or number one defense or whatever, you got guys who are busting their tail, mm-hmm. and you can see the growth throughout the season. And whether it be a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, whatever it be, right. uh, I, I think that that environment too um it it can do a lot of things Mm -hmm. if you sit down a guy who has started for eight games of the year and then all of a sudden you pull him and say listen man so and so beat you out i think that does a lot for a team i think it can help a team gratefully i think it can just absolutely get them going if you say listen man you know i know you're you started i don't know let's just for example like let's say you started 40 games for ohio state right you started 40 games and you're just going out there every week and you're rolling the helmet out Mm -hmm. and saying i'm play for the Buckeyes, I'm fine. I'm a 40 game mm-hmm. starter, and then you got this young dude in practice hungry. who is who is yeah hungry, wants to get on right. the field, needs to get on the field, understand what he needs to do, busts right. his tail in practice, does everything in the film room, goes yeah. to classes, does everything the right way, and to be rewarded with that when someone goes down. I know it's that next man up mentality, but it doesn't even have to be an injury. If you see, it, if you're a coach and you're like, listen, man, this guy's talent yes. may not be as high. Uh, Brendan White and Isaiah Pryor, they may not be on the same talent level, but the work ethic is higher than another guy. I want want the guy who is hungry. I want the guy with a big heart and an attitude that says, you know what? You may be bigger, faster, and stronger than me, Mm -hmm. but let me tell you what. You're not going to beat me on this play because I want it more than you. And I think it's a great point that you bring up, Bean, because I think that's the mentality that we need to see because you and I have talked about this a lot. We or. I haven't seen a lot of dogs this year. No. I haven't seen a lot of swag, a lot of attitude. I mean, you remember those teams that Urban was coaching down in Florida? Those were scary teams to deal with. Those were grown men with some edge, with some swag that you didn't want to deal with. And for whatever reason this year, we just haven't seen seen it. Last one here from Urban uh, before... Being let you know about Vivid Seats. Here he is talking about the impact of losing Nick Bosa. Whenever you, you know, arguably, um, well, not arguably, one of the probably top five players in America is not playing. He's an inspiration, was a captain, was this, was that. And, uh, but, you know, that's, that happened quite a while ago. So what's the impact? Uh, obviously, big. But you got to move on. Yeah, I mean, and I agree with exactly what he nothing, said at the nothing end. Nothing else you can There's do. There's no more reason or yeah. no reason to hang on to this storyline any anymore. We'll see Nick Bosa when he comes back next year during his bye week, and yep. he gets honored at the 50-yard line like a lot of these Buckeyes do. This team has to move on. They got veteran guys in that in that room, especially in that D-line room, and they're led by arguably the best D-line coach that a college football seen in the last decade with Larry Johnson. So, no, I'm tired of hearing about that stuff. I know it's a big-time deal, but now you're three games away from possibly playing for another Big Ten championship. It's time to focus on that and get ready uh, to possibly play in Indy. Yeah, you just got to throw that out the window, man. I mean, you know, this is a, a team who hasn't played the last six games with them. They're not going to play the next three with them. They're not going to play the next two or next three or however many extra games that Ohio State gets in this season. They're not going to play it with Nick Bosa. So those guys in that room, and I'm sure Larry Johnson is coaching them every single day. You mm-hmm. see their techniques that they do, the hand fighting. There was a video of Zach Harrison watching Larry Johnson and those guys. Uh, big recruit from Olin Tangy here, here way, in town. Which, by the way, real quick, Bean, yeah. I don't know if you're big into the big crystal ball stuff. Mm-hmm. That's leaning towards Michigan. Oh, now. boy. And understandably so, if you're him. Understandably yeah, I, so. um, I was talking to someone yesterday who said that uh, the visit that he had this past Saturday, I guess Ohio State knocked it out of the park, but at the end of the day, you don't know. You just you don't know what these Look, kids are thinking. You're from Olin Tangy. Maybe it's too close here's the thing you want to go away to school last I don't couple know. guys we've seen from um look cast tech in detroit yep. like weber damon webb all those guys look it's just different I, I just don't know i think some people just automatically assume hey this kid's 10 minutes from ohio state it's a shoe and sometimes like you said it's a great point you just want to get away i know i did exactly. when i went to you school. just want to get away you yeah. just want to get away but man seeing him in the scarlet and gray that would be something because i think he's going to be a beast and you talk about him pairing with chase young next year whew. 
That yeah, could get scary. They would be a problem. Maddie, let me tell you about our guys from Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person. Vivid Seats helps fans find their seats to any of their favorite live events, including sports, concerts, theater, and more. Vivid Seats offers great prices and an easy purchasing experience. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Enter promo code LOCKED ON to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. So if you want to watch something, whether that's sports, theater, whatever you want to do, you want to go for a night out of the town and you need tickets, go to Vivid Seats and check our guys out. You are locked on Buckeyes. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. All right, so the last couple minutes today, Beam, I was thinking about this, and we just got to show some love because yep. um, we're going to talk about a former Buckeye who just arrived on the scene in the National Football League Dog. and has been wrecking the league. Yeah. His Twitter handle says it all. <laughs> you can't guard him. <laughs> you cannot guard Michael Thomas. And no. look, the reason I wanted to bring this up is because – now, and I think it has a lot to do with the style of office that was run here during his time. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see any of this coming. No. I, we knew not, he, not this kind not of production. Not to this level. We yeah. knew that he would be a solid player because we saw when he did get the opportunities here at Ohio State, he played really, really well. But under you know JT and with Zeke and all those guys, it was run heavy. That's what they do, right? And mm-hmm. that's what they do well or did well. But this cat on Sunday, I'm watching this game. You watched the game. Of course I did. It's the best game Mar- of the look, weekend. Marcus Peters, solid corner. Made him look like he was still in junior college. Not college. having a good year like this year, like he was still Peters. in college out yeah. there. 12 catches, 211 <laughs> yards. That's a Saints single uh, game record. Now, look, I know he's playing with Drew Brees, but you still got to get open. And he All was right. running circles around Marcus Peters. But, Beam, how crazy is it to think? Because I remember the spring game that he played in. Mm-hmm. He had 13 catches in the spring game. Spring game legend? You, exactly. You don't ever want to overreact to that, right? You just never you never know what you're going to get. You call them practice all-stars in practice, sometimes get in practice. They yeah. play well in the game. They can't do anything. But this cat man has come into the league, Beam, and he is absolutely crushing corners. And he's out there rocking Jordan 11s, the Concords. I right. mean, he's just swag. He's just dripping swag. I love me some Michael Thomas, man. Former Buckeye just going, going crazy in the league. It's it's amazing to watch every single week. Right now, I had to look this up. Beam, he's second in the NFL in receptions, right. fourth in the NFL in yards for receivers. He, he's a freak show. Yeah, he is. And, um, you know, one of my good friends who was the best man in my wedding, Michael Bennett, who played here at Ohio State, was on that 2014 National yes, Championship sir. team. Uh, he was actually texting me on Sunday, and he was watching the game. And I was asking him, and I was like, "Did you? you know, I, we had the same conversation right. that did you and you I see, had. Yeah. Did you did you see this coming right. out of him? Uh, and he said, he said, absolutely I did. He goes, there's nobody in the world. Nobody in the sport that works harder in the game than Michael Thomas. He's in that gym every single morning, yeah. two hours before everyone gets there. Uh, he's doing everything when the lights are off and nobody's watching, <laughs> and it shows, man. Yeah. And I know, that you, like you said, you know, you have Drew Brees throwing you the ball, but that doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> kind of get open. Brandon Cooks played for the Saints and didn't do nearly as what <laughs> Michael Thomas is doing. That right. Brandon Cooks is a good receiver, uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's an absolute freak show. If I mean, he's he's top five. He's top five oh, in the league in receivers right and, and now. This year, sure. he and Alan. Adam Thielen are the best two receivers this year. Yeah, not nah, even a, you, you not just, even close. You still got AB, Julio, and Odell, but no, I think Michael Thomas, AJ Green, AJ Green for sure. Yeah. Um, you can definitely have him comfortably inside your top seven top receipt, like comfortably. Well, sure, because a- like, inside the top, you look seven. at you look at Odell, you look at Antonio Brown, you look at New or Duke. 
Uh, no, New. New Hopkins, yeah, yeah DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. Well, yes. I don't know why I said I get confused with Duke Johnson. Duke does play tonight. Uh, Maybe you're right. Yeah, Julio Jones, <laughs> yeah. A.J. Green, Michael Thomas. Thielen. Thielen. Yeah, there's your, there's those are, your guys. Those are your guys. Unbelievable. Right and you're talking about two guys with A.B. and Julio that are 30, right? So they'll be on the, not back half, but he's going to, he's entering his prime. Like, right. I don't even know if he's entered it yet. Which he's is the on a Hall of Fame track. Yes, he's on a Hall of Fame track. He hasn't yeah. entered his prime yet. He's going to go down as the best Saints receiver of all time. Yeah. Like, that's what he's going to do. No, he's absolutely. Shout out Joe Horn. Shout out to Joe Horn, man. When he went, I knew that's what he was doing, too. When he pulled that thing up, I knew that <laughs> Did he was Did you see that. the ref immediately throw the, as <laughs> soon as he goes to the goalpost, no the ref props. just. No right. props, right? But no, I look. That was a ballsy celebration right there. You're only Game up wasn't 10. over. You're only up 10 against the Rams with like three, four minutes to go. Man, no, he is an absolute dog. We just wanted to show him some love. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We're inching closer and closer to this um, Michigan State game. We'll oh talk boy. about the college football playoff. Those rankings come out today, tonight at 9. Um, no, man, it, it's just been absolutely ridiculous to see what he's got going on. What do you got doing today? What are you doing today? I'm doing nothing today. I'm just hanging out. You know, the wife's got the day off school because the uh, – well, it's election day, yes. so if you I haven't voted yet, go vote. Yes, go yes. do your American service Please. as an American. Go vote. Doesn't matter which way you go. Just make sure you go out there. You get your voice heard. Wife's got the day off. Good School's closed. It's a polling location, so we're going to go get lunch here at about 1 o'clock, Damn. and then I got a 45-minute show tonight before CBJ it's a good hockey. Day. It's a good day. Yeah, beautiful. It's a good day. We'll be back tomorrow talking all things Buckeyes. Thanks for listening. Matt Hayes, Brandon Beam, 97.1 The Fan. We out.